Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. August is Creature Feature Month here on Popcorn for Dinner. <laughs> Something that we had kind of had, you know, uh, you know, eyes for mm-hmm. for a while, at least with like different movies and trying to cram them into other months. Yeah. And then it was kind of, there is an abundance of these movies on streaming <laughs> services right now. And it's it just felt perfect. It was yeah. like, oh, time to do it. It seems like an end of summer sort of Oh, yeah. Movie. These are, oh, yes. The things where you're just like, I'm just going to see a movie before I have to go back to school next month. Yeah, Whatever's it's out. Be Who something cares? Awful. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> this is what we get is Creature Feature oh, Month. Oh, man. Creature Feature Month. This one is a bona fide 90s American classic, <laughs> like monster movie, creature feature mm-hmm. kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had seen this a multitude of times. Uh, I know tons of folks out there have seen it and love it and whatnot. So let's just jump right into the movie that kicks off Creature Feature Month, which is the 1997 American adventure horror film anaconda oh anaconda (laughs) what a fucking movie this was huge for me as a kid like in terms of uh discovering it myself okay you know like when you're a kid and and you you're introduced things Mm -hmm. by other people it could feel cool but at the same time, like when you find one and you're like, oh, you have to watch this. <laughs> like that was mm-hmm. what it felt like to me as a kid that I, I kind of stumbled on this oh, one way or another. I don't even know. And then just had to tell everybody about it. Like, yeah. It's oh, my God. It's uh, absolutely ridiculous. What did you know about it before coming in? So I knew that it was a movie and there was a big snake uh-huh. and that it like ate people. And, oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> But that was about it. Uh-huh. Uh, this movie was not allowed in my house. Uh, well, yes, because obviously. my mother is like deathly afraid of snakes. Oh yeah, absolutely. So this just never came up for me. <laughs> it just I I knew of its existence, but never sought it out. When I was able to, you know, watch a movie without my mom around. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is at a certain point. If you haven't seen it, it's likely that you're. It's not really going to cross your path. Yeah, you know, like I don't. I don't know what it is, like cosmically or whatever, <laughs> where it's like you. If you were meant to find it, then you would have, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a great one to look back on. Like one one of my early notes is that this movie feels ancient. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like if if, if you if this movie, this concept of a movie was made now. It would not resemble that movie Mm-mm. at all. None. Not even in the slightest. Maybe like one or two little things, but Location. No. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and maybe John Voight. Uh, <laughs> but like legitimately though, like it feels like 1997. Like mm-hmm. it, it feels as far back as that really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it did kind of piss me off, like off the bat. Because I was real excited when I saw Danny Trejo's name pop up in the credits. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's (laughs) in a very small portion of the movie. Yes, he is. (laughs) And I was mad. Yeah, I mean, 97, uh, I believe that's the same year that he is in Con Air, where he gets a lot Mm -hmm. more uh, screen time. But he Mm -hmm. is still more the guy you get for 
bad guy number four or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Not like the bad guy yeah. or something like He's that. Not, not just fully yet. Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he deserved more than that, though. It's true. Uh, but yeah, man, the cast of this movie is so hilarious to me. Off like, the wall. Early role for J-Lo mm-hmm. as our lead character, Terry Flores. Uh, an early role, well, early-ish, because I think Friday came out in like 1995 or something. So that was not not too long ago, but an early-ish role for uh, Mr. Ice Cube <laughs> as uh, Danny Rich, <laughs> he, the camera he guy a, of the crew. Yeah, he was a pleasant surprise for me. He, I is... somehow had no idea that he was in this movie. <laughs> um, there's something so, so great about ice cube legitimately oh, yeah. i i've i've felt this way really since i saw him in movies was that like he, he fits mm-hmm. you know he definitely can do it yeah um the choices that he's made in some movies eh, i don't know <laughs> about that uh but like even this role as like sort of minor uh comic relief ish mm-hmm. turned like reluctant hero towards the end yeah <laughs> um i thought he was really great in it yeah <laughs> i really dug it when he like learned how to drive the boat yeah like, right that was i mean adorable <laughs> he was so excited about it yeah um <clears throat> john voigt as paul Cerrone, the lunatic river man that they mm-hmm. take aboard their expedition that uh, is obviously a centerpiece of the movie, a centerpiece of the notes that I wrote about this yeah. movie, <laughs> the things that I remembered and didn't remember about this guy and, and what goes on with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's sort of like I if, if you cut the snakes out of it, like if you made it more like it was this guy trying to like find a treasure, mm-hmm. I think you have a legit movie on your hands you know what i mean but the (laughs) fact that he is trying to find these gigantic animatronic (laughs) anacondas that scream uh like scream it's ridiculous (laughs) it's so great oh my god it's so Uh. funny oh but like legitimately though like uh the movie could be something Mm -hmm. in the that like great tension that is created where it's like all of these people on this boat there's more there's uh eric stoltz as Dr. K- uh, Kale? Cole? Kale. Kale. Dr. Kale, who hilariously gets to like sleep through all the snake stuff. Yeah. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. Like he does wake up at one point after he goes into his like poison coma or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he does he he does something to Sarone. He like knocks him out or whatever. Uh, no, but he, he doesn't. I thought it, he like stabbed him or something. Maybe he does. I don't. Yeah, I don't recall exactly. Yeah. But he does something to Sarone. But I don't believe the snake is around. I don't think he ever actually sees the snakes. Yeah, like any of them. Yeah, like <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a lot of snakes in this movie, other than the two gigantic. Uh, like unbelievably mm-hmm. huge <laughs> anacondas <laughs> that attack uh, our heroes and whatnot. Yeah. But then there's all those like little snakes that are like actual snakes or mostly actual snakes. Yeah. Some of some, some of, of those were animatronic as well. The, the one, little baby one that was on his finger. That was awful. God <laughs> awful. So many of my notes were complaining about the snakes in and one the special ha- effects and junk. Yes. Yeah. It's not great. It's it's really not no, good. It is the, like the snake designs are so like absurd. Like their bodies all look great. Yeah. In like almost every way that they are presented. Like some of the movements in CGI mm-hmm. suck. 
for most of the movie. And then I thought that the CGI snake shit in the finale looked actually great. Yeah. I was like, are my eyes playing tricks on me? Has this movie just tricked me into thinking <laughs> that this looks good somehow? But it truthfully, it looked it, way, way better. Yeah, somehow. I don't understand that. Yeah, don't um, <laughs> but then the animatronic snakes, their bodies also look great. Like any moments where it was like wrapped around somebody, mm-hmm. that snake body looked really great. Yeah. It was the heads, the but, heads and the faces of these snakes. Like they, snake heads are so small. Yeah. Compared to like their body size, they're usually small and they don't need to have gigantic mouths because their fucking jaws unhinge. Yeah. That's the point. That's so the fact <laughs> that these things are like a garbage cans like <laughs> diameter wide mm-hmm. and their heads are like equally huge. They yeah. just look like weird alien creatures more so than really snakes. Yeah. What's funny, talking about fear of snakes, I like it's this interesting kind of thing that I didn't really ever think of until this viewing of this movie. For the longest time, this movie, especially when I was younger, like had some sort of effect on me. Like there were legitimate like there were times where we'd be like, I don't know if I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Like because it would be a little bit like spooky to me. Yeah. And it was just so strange because I was like, I don't think I'm scared of snakes. Like <laughs> like when I you know, go to the Brookfield Zoo and, and fucking see the snakes and the things and whatever. And I'd just be like, cool, look at that dude. Yeah. Like check that out. Yeah. I'd just be like kind of cool with them. And it's like, why does this snake movie like get to me so much? Is it? It's the water. Yeah. Watching it this time, I realized I was like, I am so uneasy through so many scenes of this movie because of how much I dislike mm-hmm. like way big open water, even if it's only a little if it's kind of shallow, just like, oh yeah. It 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 gets to me. And it was so weird watching it this time and realizing like <laughs> that's what was going on. I, I just hadn't really registered that yet. You yeah. know, like I, I probably hadn't really been out on a boat on a big thing of water to really get that because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have gone on one. Yeah. It terrified me and I knew <laughs> that that was no longer my thing, but it probably did not coincide with seeing this movie. So I didn't yeah. realize it, but I that's, thought that was interesting. That's funny because it, it took me a good long time to figure out why uh, the village in particular scared me more than other mm. people oh yeah oh, gotcha, like, gotcha. because oh, it's all about the woods, the woods at night <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's yep um, there you go yeah it's probably oh, a good man. thing i never saw the original blair witch like yeah in it's theaters. possible i mean yeah i mean it, if <laughs> in theaters you would have been like 10 years old you would have you would have died crying yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's a good thing <laughs> uh yes so the movie, though, the the plot of the movie, as they describe it on IMDb, which I really liked, they mentioned something in it that I didn't feel was expressly said in the movie, um, but maybe I missed it. <laughs> the IMDb says, uh, a National Geographic film crew, National Geographic, did they say they were from National Geographic? I thought they were just making a documentary about the natives. I mean... I am the wrong person to ask about that because when they first started talking about stuff, I thought that they meant that J-Lo was there to shoot the snake, like (laughs) kill it. (laughs) They had hired her to come down and murder Uh the snake. And then it took me, it took me a few more minutes of dialogue to realize like, oh no, they're filming. (laughs) 
that's what they mean. So maybe they said National Geographic. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I definitely did not pick up on National Geographic. <laughs> so that was what kind of confused me. But National Geographic film crew is taken hostage by an insane hunter who forces them along on his quest to capture the world's largest and deadliest snake. Yeah. yeah, that's what this movie is about. It, absolutely. John Voight it, plays the lunatic who takes over the boat. J-Lo and Ice Cube and uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson mm-hmm. and uh, who is Jonathan Hyde, who mm-hmm. plays Westridge, who was the guy from Jumanji, he plays yep, the dad and yep. the hunter and all that. Yep. That was fun to see. Um, and Eric Stoltz and uh, Carrie Werrer who I believe is Gary's girlfriend or whatever. Yes. Uh, and then there's uh, Vincent Castellanos as Mateo, the creepy captain of the boat, mm-hmm. uh, who, <laughs> like, they, it, it, I thought something so funny about this movie and specifically John Voight's performance in it is that when you're first introduced to Mateo, he seems like the shiftiest, shadiest dude on the planet. <laughs> yeah. You just look at him and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, this is who we hired to do this thing. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, and then as the trip goes on and as we meet uh, Paul Cerrone and John Voight's, like, ridiculous fucking character. Yeah. Like, over the course of it, I was like, Mateo seems legit now. Mm-hmm. Compared to this guy, I would trust oh, yeah. Mateo. Even though in the end, apparently they're in on it together. Yeah. Uh, in a very confusing thing that does not make any sense to me <laughs> when you think about it for even a moment. Uh, but like, <laughs> he seems insane. John Voight. Yes. This is a slumming it role for John Voight, <laughs> where it was like, I'll do it for some fun, I guess. And to be a lunatic for a while. You know what I mean? He was fantastic at being a creep and an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) He was. I just thought it was so funny. Like, uh, essentially, the movie really gets going when they run into him. Mm -hmm. When they finally pick up him. Because there's like a little bit of stuff. That, you know, starts it off where they're getting on the boat, they're talking about the documentary, the people of the mist, the blah, 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 yeah. this and that, the 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 mystical tribe that this Dr. Kale is trying to find. And uh, something that I did not understand in terms of this crew, because it's <laughs> like, okay, so you have J-Lo, mm-hmm. she's the director, got it. Yeah. You have Danny, Ice Cube. Yes. He's the cameraman, he runs the camera. Got it. Yep. You have Owen Wilson and his girlfriend. They're apparently the sound people. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Why do you have both Dr. Kale, the guy who is like doing this expedition mm-hmm. and like going to do like, you know, it's yeah, his yeah. it's his entire idea going and finding these people. Right. Why do you have both him and Westridge, the like presenter? voiceover he's, guy because he's the voice but he's the voice like <laughs> they should they would just be filming dr kale doing his shit and then they'd fucking have this guy in a booth record the voiceover to put over it you wouldn't bring him on the trip especially when he's like a prima donna yeah. with like you know 30 <laughs> suitcases and all this shit as soon as he said i'm bringing any of this it'd be like you know what? we don't need you 
this is superfluous to the mission. I mean, you I'm, being here at all. I'm not saying that it was a good idea to have him there. Just that <laughs> like, that's I, the I, reasoning. I know what his so job is. Could, you I know, just <laughs> live. You know, as they're there, and so they don't have to dub it later. He can, you know, talk about it as it's happening. That's what Kale is there for. Is Kale not in his own documentary? <laughs> like, I mean, does he not? Is he not the one who gets to be like, oh, because it's like they see a thing, and Doctor Kale is like, oh, that's the blah blah blah, whatever. Like, I I know this, mm-hmm. and then they cut to fucking Westridge saying that to the camera. Yeah. And it's like, why not just film Dr. Kale saying that? There's no reason. Maybe he doesn't want to be on camera. He clearly wants the fame. He's clearly, he's all about this. He's willing to do things <laughs> to get there, you know, to get through yeah. the stuff uh, at first, I believe. Because now I'm forgetting the order of events because eventually he goes out of commission and then he's he's not in the movie anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until the very end. But when they stumble upon <laughs> Sarone on his boat, mm-hmm. I call him a stranded boaterist. Like, it's, you know, it's a horror movie. There's the stranded motorist that you pick up and, oh, no, he's not who you want him to be. And he is not who you would want him to be. He's a lunatic. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just wrote, man, John Voight is immediately, obviously evil (laughs) like there is no moment of him seeming like a cool guy (laughs) yeah no that was that was my first note about him i was like the guy they saved looks like a bad guy immediately and then immediately after that it clicked and i was like oh the pompous guy is the dad in jumanji (laughs) that's how long it took (laughs) (laughs) and then there's uh the boat reggae party where they're all like partying and like getting drunk and hanging out on this boat yeah uh, which i mean i guess that's what you would do it just seems insanely dangerous like i'm always looking at it from my perspective (laughs) and every scene i'm like everyone's too close to the sides of the boat everyone is too close (laughs) to the sides of the boat right now like it it makes me uncomfortable for them the whole time uh, so it just seems insanely reckless to get hammered on one of these boats and just fall into the Amazon River. Like, that is a nightmare. Do you I, understand? I mean, with how slow they're going, it's... it's they not- will drown and die. It's going to happen. I, <laughs> um, I was more interested in the snake taking out the panther scene <laughs> that occurs uh, immediately after that. That was hysterical. I thought it was a waste of the snake showing it yeah so early yeah i was like really i did not expect that i thought they were gonna keep it in just like you see a little bit of its body or like a little bit of its tail Mm -hmm. but you just full-on see snake face for like two or three seconds in the middle of this scene i was like oh geez uh and something that i never noticed before and it makes me wonder if every single time i saw this movie was on tv (laughs) (laughs) because i did not remember the uh the detail that the snake squeezed so hard it popped the fucking panther's eye out. Yeah. I was like And then they zoom in. Yeah, on I, the I eye. was legit like, what? what what is this? I don't recall. Oh, oh, it's his eye. Holy shit. Like that's actually kind of cool. That's gross. Again, if they hadn't wasted the snake face and kept it kind of like, oh, you know, yeah. mysterious at that point. Seemed like an early, early play of that card, you know? Mm-hmm. I wrote that down too. I was like, oh wow, <laughs> they showed the snake really quickly. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was, alright, well that's the snake. <laughs> He's not as scary now that I know that his face is dumb. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, because there is like a, a 
sort of natural uh, tension involved when they do the like snake cam, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just like, oh, you know, your imagination just immediately kicks in mm-hmm. and you imagine what they may be seeing. Like during yeah. that opening scene with Danny Trejo, like the moment when he like is crawling up the ladder and like looks back at the camera and he's like, oh, and takes his gun out to shoot at it. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, he's so terrified of it that he's just firing wildly <laughs> at it. And the fact that he kills himself rather than face the wrath of that snake yeah. is like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then you see its dopey ass face. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, is that why he killed himself? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be I don't want to have been killed. By something that looks this dumb, <laughs> I'd rather kill myself. Uh, the, so there's all the all the tension on the boat, including some like uh, racial tension between Westridge and Danny, mm-hmm. where he's playing like rap on his stereo, and Westridge keeps turning it down, and he's like, "I will literally fucking kill you." Yeah, like on that boat, like, "Oh, okay, this is." Uh, this is not a healthy environment already. Yeah. And now we're adding fucking John Voight to the mix. This is going to go sideways Great. quick. Um, I love the part of the story. He tells <laughs> that the waterfall is protected by warrior snakes. All I can think of is snakes in armor. Like, <laughs> just like there's just, oh, it's too funny. Warrior snakes is just a hysterical term. If there's not mm-hmm. a band called that, there should be. <laughs> uh, and then quite possibly, like, in a movie full of ridiculous moments from John Voight, there's something so hysterical to me about the <laughs> the moment right after they have that big argument, uh, him and Dr. Kale, where he's like, oh, I've heard that story before, but I heard it told about this other tribe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, they told it about this tribe, too, I swear. <laughs> like... And so they go to uh, shooting footage of Westridge, like pointing at the totem and mm-hmm. talking about like, oh, yeah, this is uh, thought to be from the something tribe. Although there is some disagreement, like, you know, making mm-hmm. kind of a little comment. And then fucking Cerrone just like bursts into his shot and he's just like, I know what I know. <laughs> and interrupts like the shoot. And there's something so funny about that to me. Like he seems like he like, only kind of vaguely understands what they're doing. Yeah. It's possible he thinks it's live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he has to defend himself. Like, I saw what I saw. I know. I know what's going on. Like, <laughs> there's something so funny. Like, it makes him seem extra deranged <laughs> on top of just the normal amount of deranged. And then there, there's some more, like, fake outs, you know, like when mm-hmm. Owen Wilson and his girlfriend go into the jungle to get <laughs> to get raw sound. Yeah in the jungle at night, like walking away from their boat mm-hmm. <laughs> in the jungle at night. And while I agreed that the sounds they were getting were pretty cool. Yeah. Like that was pretty dope. It's still like you could you could get those sounds from the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not just wander off into the jungle at night. Yeah. I don't under I I can't say it any more clearly or plainly. Like, just don't do that. Yeah, I'm uh, with you on this one. <laughs> uh, so they get attacked by that giant boar that you don't know is a boar yep. until Sarone shoots it and brings it back to the boat. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I fucking he would have gored him with his tusks and shit. Like, he was just being a lunatic and then they're going to eat it as well. But it was like, oh, it looked like it might have been the snake coming at them. Oh, it's not the snake. Like, oh. It's just a wild boar. Yeah. And then uh, the scene that has con- like uh, it's it's definitely something who where the details were missed every time by me watching it when I was younger 
But the whole thing that takes Dr. Kale out, mm-hmm. like that scenario, what the fuck never happened? made sense to me. And I'm kind of, I'm glad that like, you know, uh, uh, like it's, it's a little less embarrassing for me. Cause it's like, this is your first time watching it. Yeah. So being like, wait, what, what happened? It's like, this is like my 30th time watching it. And I just <laughs> finally got it. <laughs> okay. But well, like, I don't feel bad then. Cause yeah, I have no, 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 no idea no, no. what so, the fuck happened. So what I'm a uh, what you what you're uh, expected to piece together from dialogue that happens even later in the movie when they have Saron tied up uh-huh. and he's like confessing to all the shit that he did. He mentions like, don't forget the wasp, you know, like, yeah. as a thing that he did. So my assumption is that Saron caught one of these horribly poisonous wasps. Uh-huh. And found a way to like jam it into the, uh, the yeah 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 the 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 regulator or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that he has in his mouth when he dives because is is it a snorkel I forget no it is a regulator you're okay I'm just making sure because I honestly forgot yeah <laughs> but he, he somehow got it in there and so Doctor Kale just puts it on jumps in to go cut the the rope that got tangled in the propeller mm-hmm. and it eventually makes its way into his mouth and then stings him and then the poison takes a hold and then that's why he's unconscious and they have to cut his throat open and give him a tracheotomy so he can breathe and then he's literally out of commission for almost the entire rest of the movie Mm -hmm. he's in the last what 10 15 minutes yeah not even literally (laughs) because like the the entire finale happens without him and then j-lo and ice cube get back to the boat and he's like "Ah, i woke up (laughs) like hey how you doing let's go (laughs) yeah so he's the important people are alive (laughs) yeah exactly he's done so for the rest of the movie um but yeah that is what happened Mm-hmm. to him because okay. it's like yeah in the moment you're like what in the fucking fuck went down yeah because he it's like it's a wasp it's an underwater wasp that somehow snuck in his mouth yeah <laughs> like while he was cutting this rope so him saying that he did it that's the only way he could have done it yeah that's the only way that he that Sarone could have gotten the wasp into his mouth Outside of like sleight of hand magic yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Like that, that has to be <laughs> what happened. What a convoluted plan. Yeah. It was super confusing for me watching it. I Especially was just like, okay. Sarone was the one that then gave him the trach. Yeah. Well, he wanted him out of commission, not necessarily dead, right. but if he's dead, then whatever. Like if he fails at giving up the tracheotomy, then it's like, oh, well. My plan is still going to keep going. Yeah. Because everyone's going to want to go home and I'll tell them what's the fastest way. Mm-hmm. And then he just takes them to the snake land. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which I thought was like, you know, it takes a while to get them to the snakes, really. Well, I mean, I guess there's not that much. Just now looking at my notes, like, because Mateo does get eaten by the snake in the midst of a bunch of this. Mm-hmm. But like, they don't experience the snake. The rest of the crew, yeah, they don't experience it until a few scenes later, yeah, even from then. So, like, they're not really dealing with the snake. They're dealing with crazy-ass Sarone, who just, like, uh, he just takes it over. He just, yeah. like, takes their expedition over with no pushback. Yeah. He just sort of starts being like, well, I know this river. I could take you places. 
And then they're like, I don't know if you're taking us the right places, Mr. Cerrone. And he's like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then he, and then he's the dictator. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's just like, anyway, I got this gun, and uh, everyone is under my control. This is my boat. We're going to get snakes. <laughs> like, yeah. And everyone's just like, fuck, man, how did that happen? <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> Just snap your fingers, and suddenly he's in charge of this whole fucking boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought it was really funny. Honestly, Mateo died, and that was it. Yeah, really, he was the last thing. I mean, that's like the craziest thing too—the the like backstory between Mateo and Sarone. Because mm-hmm. like when when they find the boat that Trejo was on at the beginning of the movie, yeah, they find that boat. And they find a snake skin that Sarone uses to kind of show everyone how huge these snakes are. <laughs> uh, but they also find the, like, newspaper clipping <clears throat> of yeah. Mateo, Sarone, and Danny Trejo holding a giant snake. Like, they were snake trappers. Mm-hmm. And then apparently shit went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and Trejo got attacked by one of these snakes and killed himself. And then, and they, they don't really explain how long ago this was. Yeah. So there's no real way to know if it was like, okay, and then Mateo like escaped and went back to the mainland and just started captaining for boats. I guess. And like they all just split up or something. Or was like, that Mateo's knows? boat? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I guess it must be his boat, but I, it's, it's so confusing as to exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, but it also just doesn't make sense. Like, if that's Mateo's boat, like, it makes sense for it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a boat. I will rent it out to people who need a boat to take them places. Yeah. So you're Mateo, and you're <laughs> Sarone, and you want to go to the land of the snakes that you know how to get to. Mm-hmm. And you have a boat. Why kidnap a film crew? I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's just, know. It's just the way that the way that yeah, they, they try don't... to explain it later is that like, oh yeah, we were totally in on it this whole time. Mateo, he was, you know, he saw me. Like that was planned yeah. to see me on the side of the fucking river. And then you pick me up and then we kind of took over. But then Mateo got eaten by a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Which sorry, that was one of my absolute favorite lines in the entire movie when they're all freaking out about like, where is Mateo? What happened to him out there? After the snake eats him. Mm-hmm. And uh Cerrone has like a little monologue about something and he just says, I did not eat the Captain Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, there's something hysterical about that line to me. Just is absolute brilliance. <laughs> but um, real quick though. Another little thing, kind of like the Panther's eyeball that I never noticed before and wonder if it was cut from TV versions of the movie so I never really saw it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the snake is killing Mateo, for one, you don't really realize this until later in the movie, but every single snake attack scene is exactly the same. Yep. Snake attacks, coils around the person, all in CG. Yep. And then it cuts to a close up with the practical snake on the person and the practical head. Yep. And then it does something and it eats him somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or smushes him. Yeah. What I did not realize in that Mateo death scene was that, like, sort of moment where the snake grabs his head, but then its body twists his body away mm-hmm. and, like, breaks his neck. <laughs> I have never seen that oh. shot. I swear to God. So I was legit like, oh. Like, that was pretty violent. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's an R-rated, you know, monster movie where people get eaten by fucking snakes. What was I expecting? But it was still, it was, like, just, it was sort of ruthless. Yeah. And it kind of showed off the, like, 
the the slasher movie <laughs> villain that is this snake in this movie. Yeah. Uh, because real fucking quick, the movie opens with some bullshit. <laughs> some total fucking bullshit. And like watching it as a kid, I probably either was just like, eh, whatever, and didn't really pay attention to it. Or like I said, I, I there were some things that I feel like I just didn't see okay. before. So it's like maybe I never even saw that little opening blurb, the uh, little, the yeah. little text thing about uh, anacondas and what they do. Yeah. And the fact that it ends with that totally bullshit fact yeah. about how like anacondas, unlike other snakes, are known to regurgitate their prey so they can kill again. <laughs> it's like no snake does that ever in the history of snakes. Yeah. That literally is the opposite of <laughs> what snakes do. Yep. Like no snakes are murderers. Nope. No snakes just kill things because they're like, I want to kill you. They yeah. are eating it and then they're digesting it for weeks. Yeah. And or they're that's... protecting itself. Yeah. And but... then they're not eating. They're just killing. Yeah. But like <laughs> the, the, the fact that the movie feels the need to put this in there. Like, I understand why mm -hmm. the movie feels the need to put that in there because they're like, yeah, as soon as the snake, like if we're watching this movie and it's real ish, yeah. <laughs> as real as it can be. <laughs> and that snake fucking sees Mateo and fucking chows down on him. Mm -hmm. They are safe. Yeah. For the rest of this movie. Yep. Because he is going to digest Mateo for a long time. <laughs> Unless there's a lot of anacondas. Yeah, which it doesn't seem like there are. Yeah. At least not that big. Uh, So, like, it, that would be over. Mm -hmm. He would eat Mateo and everything would be fine. Yeah. So they have to introduce this bullshit anaconda fact so that <laughs> it makes sense why it continually attacks and eats and murders people because a real <laughs> snake would literally explode yep. with the amount of people it eats in this movie. <laughs> it's so absurd. Um, and also you got to imagine like regurgitation needs to happen quick, right? I mean, snakes I mean, yeah. you have some time. <laughs> I guess it just like after it eats Owen Wilson, uh, which included the probably the most like actually terrifying moment of the movie to me, which was that like just sort of heartbreaking final second of the snake like tumbling in the water and his head comes out of the water for a second mm -hmm. and gasps like one last gasp of air until it drags him under again. Yeah. Just like, oh God, the horror of like being like technically free for a moment. Like technically yeah. I could breathe. And there's air and I'm not going to be drowned by this snake. And then next second you are mm -hmm. like, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> when it swims under the boat mm -hmm. and has the outline of his body in it, like that's way far down that snake. Like he, he is digesting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it seems like he'd be good for a while after that one. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I mean, the snake physics in this movie are just completely off the wall. Yeah. Are you talking about like how they kind of like just like float down from places sometimes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I understand what the deal is or like what they are basically saying. Yeah. It's like the snake is really long somewhere up above the camera where you can't see the snake is like wrapped around it and yeah. it's lowering itself down. It's like, okay, yeah, in certain situations, like when uh, I, kept, I kept wanting to call him Westbrook. And I was like, wait, no, that's basketball. Westridge, 
when Westridge is getting chased by the snake after they crash and have to do the the winch thing or whatever. Yeah, as soon, yeah, as, soon as that started, it was like, and someone's going down. Who's yep. going down? Yep. I knew who it was, obviously. But uh, <laughs> like when he leaps out of the waterfall and then the anaconda <laughs> catches him in the air. Yeah. Uh, like that. Like when you look up and see it wrapped around that tree, it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Fine. Yeah, exactly. The one at the end, though, when they're like, oh, fuck, look at another one. And they look up and it's coming down and it's like, okay, there's its head. So far, Mm -hmm. could realistically still have more body up there. Yeah. But then like a couple of coils of snake body come down and it's still (laughs) going up towards wherever the fuck it is that is wrapped up in this building that they never show us. (laughs) So you never get like an idea of what it's how it just glides down from the ceiling like that. (laughs) That one was hysterical to me. I was just like, what is... It's just floating. Yeah. As far as you can tell, this snake just floats towards them. It's which is even more terrifying. I guess, yeah. Floating (laughs) snakes is way more terrifying. (laughs) Oh man. Something that I never really noticed before. Like, you know, once Mateo's gone and uh, you know, Kale's out of commission and (laughs) (laughs) Sarone is is like working his plan on these people yeah. you know essentially to get them to take this boat where he wants it to go <laughs> yeah. to find these snakes uh i loved his like weirdo like snuggling up with gary mm-hmm. scenario because he's like so weird and out there that like i i can't think for a second of a like <laughs> rational human being sitting and talking with him and being like this guy's got a point and yeah. i agree with him and I want to go into business with him. Because yeah. he's so fucking insane. But the way he like buddies up with Gary <laughs> is hysterical to me. And the way that Gary kind of never reciprocates <laughs> is like extra funny. Like he eventually agrees with Sarone mm-hmm. and turns into a villain that I didn't really remember. Like when he's walking around the boat with the gun, that kind of like guarding. Un- that looked unnatural. Like he did yeah, not look like I he mean, should it's be. Owen hold- Wilson. Yeah, yeah. he but- should not be holding an assault rifle. <laughs> True, it just seemed like way more villainous than I remembered him being. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, he's like full on. Like nobody fucked this up. We're here to catch this snake now. That's yeah. our game. Cause Sarone said so. Yeah, like he's fully brainwashed into Film the Sarone. Film it if you want. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, what I loved was, oh, where's the line? Oh, (laughs) it's when, uh, Terry finally tells him off about like, we don't want to go and find this snake or whatever. Like, you know, she figures out that he's, you know, crazy or whatever. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, Gary's trying to talk about them, like salvaging the trip by catching a snake. Like if, if anything, we'll do that or whatever. Uh, but she's telling off Sarone about how, like, nobody agrees with you and blah, blah, blah. And we want you to do this. And he's like, oh, yeah. Do you speak for everyone? Gary, does she speak for everyone? And all I could imagine was like, new best friend, Gary. Huh? You want to back me up on this? Like, that's what it felt like, like specifically singling him out like Gary. And it's like, is that how he makes friends? Is that it's just really intense and it, you feel like if you don't back him up, he's going to be crazy on you. So you're yeah. like, no, yeah, totally. Totally, I'm on Sarone's side. (laughs) But like... Completely out of fear. Total fear. Uh, (laughs) I just thought it was just so funny. Like, 
It was like he picked the weakest of the herd. Like, who can I turn this idiot? Yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then the real, like, snake centerpiece scene happens in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so we get the the Jaws Zolly shot on <laughs> Jennifer Lopez when the snake pops out. Where it's yeah. like, we've seen the snake a bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is her first time seeing the snake. So it's like kind of important, but it's also not that big of a shocker when it comes out of the water and you're like, yeah, no, I saw him earlier. Yeah. <laughs> the snake. I got it. <laughs> We're cool. We're, we got this. The scene contains the only time that I can remember stopping writing a note to write something else <laughs> that was much more important. Oh, what was that? Because <laughs> I, I wrote, I can't get over how bad that snake is. <laughs> the close-up in the window, and then immediately, oh no, the close-up of Gary being killed. <laughs> like, I thought the window was the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, that, that sequence, <laughs> you know what's funny too, is like, they make this snake out to be like the biggest fucking monstrous snake ever mm-hmm. and then when it like goes onto the boat yeah. and like smashes its head through that window and is like waiting for her to turn around so it can do something <laughs> like come on um it does not look that long no like if its head is in that window and then its body just sort of comes out and it's just kind of there it's like that snake looks like it's like 20 feet long yeah that's, that's like, not that big a snake that's just that's and just that, a and, snake yeah exactly but it's like not only that but i mean that would be a big snake i mean yeah <laughs> but also it would not be that huge yeah if it was only that long it was just like that is the worst shot of it in mm-hmm. the movie because it's just everything all the proportions are it's, off everything and sucks. it's just this like weird like slug of a thing <laughs> like it's not good looking yeah at all no. no um but i do love like the hilarious screams and yells that it makes mm-hmm. like it is it's it needed that because otherwise yeah like the <laughs> if it just made actual snake noises it's like yeah but it's not an actual snake it's clearly like a, <laughs> a huge monster snake like yeah. it needs to it needs to do something else. It needs to have a mountain lion scream. Dude, you know what's funny is that Frank Welker is the voice of the anaconda. He does animal noises and tons of shit. He was, uh, he was uh, what's his face? The robot in Space Camp, remember? Oh, yeah. I was mentioning him. He's on, he's on Futurama. He does like nibbler sounds mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, if you listen to some of these snake sounds, you can kind of hear like, yeah, like like a moment in Futurama when a monster comes around the corner and spooks him. This like, and, but it's coming out of this fucking anaconda. <laughs> uh, it's hysterical. I, I, it's so so funny that they didn't like. I know I was kind of complaining about this in uh, in uh, the time machine where it was like they're just bull noises, but like in this case. <laughs> It's like, I'm glad that they didn't, like, create a sound mm-hmm. from other sounds. It was like, no, 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 no. Just get the animal voice guy. Yeah. He's going to voice the snake. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, like, just the perfect bad movie choice. Oh, yeah. So fucking oh, funny. so bad. So, so bad. <laughs> so, obviously, they all want Sarone <laughs> to not be in charge anymore. Right. Because uh, Gary died. And What's-Her-Face is real sad. His girlfriend so nobody wants Sarone around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much that's how it's going. And, like, 
I get that. I get what their plan eventually like is because everyone is in on it. Mm-hmm. But like when just Jennifer Lopez goes up to Sarone in the like cockpit or whatever and starts like fake flirting with him yeah. to like try to like, oh, maybe seduce him and like get the drop on him. I was like, no fucking way he falls for this. Yeah. I don't care how crazy he is and what a lunatic he is. <laughs> there is no way that he doesn't think that you are tricking him right now. Yeah. It was so obvious. Mm-hmm. And I guess just the fact that it was like, just get him slightly distracted enough <laughs> that like four of us can eventually take him down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess in the end it worked because <laughs> well, they knock him only, out. Only three of them because. Well, it was Westridge. Danny. Danny and. and oh, Terry. yeah. And yeah. Because the other girl yeah, was off crying. Yeah, she was crying. Yeah. And okay, what's so his face is still unconscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old Dr. Sleep. Hanging out downstairs. Uh, and so they tie him up. Oh, <laughs> fucking Westridge gets that awful one-liner where he, when he hits him with the golf club and he says, asshole in one. Terrible, Ugh. terrible, terrible line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they tie him up. He confesses to the entire plot, like we were saying. He's mm-hmm. like, help me, I'm a Mateo. We totally did it. Also the wasp. Don't forget that. <laughs> like, he's such a, he's like, like, that's what I did. Totally. Yep. Um, And then... <laughs> Chalo gets in his face, and I don't understand for even a moment how this line reading got through. It has to be that every other take of this shot was destroyed somehow. (laughs) And so they were like, we have to use only this one. And for some reason, Jennifer Lopez refuses to do ADR, so we can't overdub her voice because it's the the silliest sounding line with the way that she says it when he's talking about like oh you know i'm the one who can trap a snake like i'm the snake trapper guy or whatever and she gets all up in his face and literally like a small child says i can trap a snake too do you remember that yes i was like what did i just see right here like what was that supposed to be intimidating yeah like, that was literally the wussiest comeback line I've ever heard from anyone. Like, the line <laughs> itself might be okay. Yeah. If you had any sense of, like, confidence or maturity or yeah. <laughs> or just, like, using your voice like a normal <laughs> adult yeah. human. Like, what is that little, like, prissy little kid sound? Yeah. I could trap a snake, too. Like you expect See? her, yeah, you expect her to pout and like walk away. It's like this is not a strong, brave heroine of a movie. Yeah. This is a small child <laughs> who's arguing with this <laughs> lunatic river man. Like what I uh, it's it was so stupid. I couldn't like legit, how do you watch that take? Yeah. And go like, ooh, that one. The least intimidating take. Use that one. Like somebody must have been mad at her on this movie. And they were like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna put the worst line reading. <laughs> And then that's when uh, Danny gets that driving lesson <laughs> from mm-hmm. Westridge, which immediately, at least to me, like knowing where the movie was going. Yeah. Uh, it was like seeing the chess pieces being moved around. Where it's like, oh, so they're going to kill Westridge next. <laughs> so that's why Danny learns how to drive so that they can still drive after Westridge dies. Yep. <laughs> and then that's exactly what happens. Yep. Uh, because Danny Danny gets a driving lesson and then immediately runs aground. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> which was like. Eh, they probably should have seen that coming. Yeah, they shouldn't have left him alone up there. <laughs> yeah, like they all got distracted by the waterfalls. Yeah. Nobody was looking. <laughs> hits the rock. They have to do the winch thing. And that's when that's when Westridge gets it because they're all in the water. And then the snake shows up and it's going after Terry and Danny. 
And then Westridge does the old classic like, hey, over here, you big fat piece of snake or whatever he yeah. fucking calls it. <laughs> and then it looks at him and he's like, oh shit, and swims away and climbs up the waterfall and then jumps out. And it catches him midair mm-hmm. <laughs> and then does the exact thing it does in every other death scene where it just wraps, wraps him up, up. <laughs> and then cut to close up shot of animatronic snake all up in their face. Yep. Every single one of them. Giving <laughs> them business. The same thing. Yeah, exactly. Giving them the snake business. <laughs> um, the only one that gets anything extra and special is Sarone at the end. Uh, so Westridge is done. So now it's just Terry and Danny and the unconscious doctor. And the girl, <clears throat> or nope. well, no, yeah, because this scene is a big old clusterfuck. That's yep. right. Because while they're fighting the snake <laughs> and running from it and whatnot, what's her face? Carrie? Sure. Denise? Well, Carrie is the actress's name. <laughs> Denise, <clears throat> she goes over with a knife because she's going to kill Sarone. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, oh, never look in the eyes of the ones you kill. They'll be looking at you forever, whatever he says. Yeah, they'll haunt you forever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know. And she's like, oh, and so she hesitates, and then he gets the drop on her. <laughs> like, if you, you want to talk about snake physics, the John Voight physics yeah. <clears throat> are off the chain in this moment, <laughs> where he somehow, from a sitting position, jumps up. Mm-hmm. Like, some, I don't know what part of his body he is using to propel himself upward. Like, his butt cheeks? What is going on? <laughs> I don't understand, but he... You know, I guess maybe with his legs, but his legs are like yeah. tied in front of him. So, but he like, like goes up in the air high enough mm-hmm. to get his legs around her neck. Yeah. And pull her down to the ground and choke her out and kill her. Yep. <clears throat> and dump her into the water. Yeah. And cut himself free. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have believed that like 30 year old John Voight could do that. Yeah. I certainly don't <laughs> believe that this era john voight could do that uh but so she's dead and mm-hmm. it was like oh i didn't expect someone to not get killed by the snake <laughs> you know like other That's... than maybe Sarone himself but i guess it's poetic that a snake does it yeah. uh, <laughs> so he then attacks terry and danny and uh they <laughs> god it's so goddamn funny when i don't even remember the exact sequence of events but eventually danny's in the water and the snake comes up to him and is wrapped around him. Mm-hmm. And Denise's corpse has conveniently popped up yeah. in the water right in front of him just before that. That's what keeps him from getting on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then the snake gets him and wraps him up and is in the process of crushing him to death. And is also simultaneously picking up Denise's body with its mouth. <laughs> Like, what is it planning to do here? Like, so it's killing him, but it's going to eat her now to just regurgitate her to eat him? (laughs) Like, what is it going to do with her? Like, what is its plan? I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Like, why is the snake multitasking right now? Doesn't it have, like, a single instinctual drive to be like, eat the thing I'm killing? Like, not not paying attention to something else over here. Yeah. Super weird. I thought that was very funny. I never noticed that before either. Like, what is it doing? It's busy. Why is it doing this other thing? Um, And she blows the snake's goddamn head off. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez does. She finally gets the gun. She finally gets it working. Yeah. And blows the fucking snake's head off while it's crushing Ice yeah. Cube. Or at least blows its eye out. Well, I mean, then she hits it in the head again. And then oh, it's like... Yeah. 
and goes down and you're like, okay, that snake's gotta be dead now. Like its mm-hmm. eye came out, its brain was leaking everywhere. Like, come on, that snake is dead. And it just like bleh, into the water. Uh, and Sarone is still there, right? Mm-hmm. They get in a little fight with him. And then the doctor shows up for a moment to help knock out Sarone yeah. with the tranquilizer dart. Yes. And then he is immediately rushed back to his bed again. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> like, get him well, back there. Well, because Sarone, like, stuck his yeah. thumb in oh, the yeah, trach wound. yeah, yeah, So he was, like, bleeding again and everything. But it's still, it was just like, oh, he's here to save the... Oh my God, get him. Oh, good Lord. Back to bed, please. <laughs> yeah, back to just bed. Go. Bed just rest, go. bed rest. <laughs> um, and Sarone falls out of the boat... And like with the the tranquilizer dart in him, mm-hmm. and then there's the hilarious ADR line from Ice Cube <laughs> when they cut to where Sarone fell in the water, and there's just like waves, yeah. And there's the like dart floating in the water, and they made sure to have Ice Cube say, "Oh man, the dart came out," so that people understood like it's he's still out there. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's what I would have assumed anyway. He's a lunatic. <laughs> like I don't believe that he just fell into the fucking Amazon River and drowned. Yeah, he's obviously coming back. <laughs> like you don't need that little extra line. I thought it was very silly. Um, and then I just loved that the whole big end sequence is just set at this big abandoned place something right it's so Warehouse, funny how nondescript it, yeah. factory something yeah like it's like there's fuel there because there needs to be there's mm-hmm. a chimney stack because there needs to be yeah. <laughs> you know like it's it's so funny how it's just like okay it's uh it's a place where snake attacks happen i guess yep. <laughs> it's the best way to do it some abandoned facility yeah That's... way out in the river uh, and so Danny and Terry show up and they're like, oh, we got to find more fuel because hilariously earlier in the movie when they blew up that wall mm-hmm. to get where they were trying to go, uh, they get rained with like debris, snakes, and they lose like all of their fuel yeah, all well. in one fell swoop. And it was like, that could not have been part of Saron's plan. Yeah. He was probably like, fuck shit yeah this is the direction we wanted to go but we definitely didn't want to lose all this fuel (laughs) oh shit man like that had to suck for him yeah Uh, but since they lost that all they've been like basically running on fumes so they're like oh maybe this place will have some fuel and it's like of course it does because this is a video game essentially yeah and what do you need you need a barrel of fuel there's barrels right over there go get your fuel (laughs) it's right there for you it's clearly the right type because why wouldn't it be barrels of fuel (laughs) just fuel just fuel and they go in and they're looking at the things they're trying to open them and then Sarone pops out of nowhere and knocks him out yep so he's got him sitting in the middle of the room he covers him in monkey blood yes uh which also we kind of forgot to mention that during that whole sequence when they're trying to catch the snake the first time Mm -hmm. when they use the monkey as the bait and then it literally just like <laughs> like kind of throws it at Westridge more so than regurgitates it. Yeah. It's like halfway in its mouth and it just goes like and it <laughs> flies into Westridge's face. It was like, I kind of wish that the that like the the practical snake thing actually like you know like regurgitated it and it wasn't like he just sort of like like a dog toy like like threw it over there or something uh but yeah monkeys get the shaft in this movie a couple of times apparently so he shoots the one and then apparently kills more to get all this monkey blood 
to douse on them. Yeah, that looked like a lot of monkey blood. Yeah, for that, how little that is those a monkeys lot. Were. Exactly. Like, they are not big creatures. That is yeah. a lot of monkeys worth of blood yeah. in that bucket. Oof. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, but so, <laughs> but he's using the blood to attract the snake, which is like, who fucking needs to attract the snake? It just shows up everywhere. Yeah. Like, right? just wait for it. <laughs> What's the need of the fucking monkey blood? Uh, but like he covers him in the monkey blood, and you're kind of like, they killed the fucking snake, right? And then second snake, bigger snake mm-hmm. comes down, darker colored snake, much yeah. more sinister looking snake, <laughs> uh, who is coming to kill them. And then, you know, since obviously there's no way to ever know, is it like, what is that? That other snake's like dad, or like husband, or like brother, or Mom. you know, yeah, like what? What? Is, what's going on here? Like, you know, like because this snake is clearly mad at everyone too. Oh yeah, uh, because there's the hilarious moment where it like clearly chooses mm-hmm. to go after Sarone. Yeah, it's like I could go after you, but fuck this guy. Yeah, like it seems like it knows him and remembers him from something. That, that was a note of mine. I was like, does this snake have a vendetta against Paul? Oh, it totally <laughs> fucking does. I couldn't tell what the hell everyone was saying for his last name, so my notes all just called him Paul. Oh, yeah. I mean, I spelled it wrong because I spelled it like an idiot. Like, I spelled it like S-A-R-O-N. And I was like, I you mean, know, Sarone? I don't know. That seems like it might work, but yeah. it's literally, it's S-E-R-O-N-E. Guess it could have been easier. Um... <laughs> This is the moment in the movie when I mentioned, like, why are the fucking CGI snake effects so much better right now? Mm-hmm. When it grabs Sarone the first time? Yeah. Like there, there's one moment in the midst of it that has a little goofiness to it with just the way that his body's spinning mm-hmm. while the snake is wrapping. But, like, the first moment when it, like, gets him, it was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. That's way better than it's been this whole fucking movie. <laughs> what is going on here? I, Which is just yeah. wild to me. It's like, I guess you want your finale to be the best, but yeah. it definitely is one of those, like, man, should we even stick around for the finale? Because these effects suck. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you need to too, use a little bit of that maybe a little earlier. Yeah, too little, too late. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But then it has the shot of the snake attacks. The fucking inside the snake's gullet shot. That was gross. That was amazing. That was, I mean, it was gross, but that's what made it so amazing. Like, just the fact that it was clearly a fully practical thing. They built this snake gullet to go over john voight's head yeah as the camera is like looking like it's 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 amazing to watch and think of how shitty it would look now yeah where they would just like cgi snakey just like nobody would ever be like could you make me a snake gullet yeah that we can wrap around this camera and just jam the whole thing onto john voight's head please (laughs) (laughs) you know now we'd just be like john stand there in front of that green screen we'll have a snake eat you it'll be great yeah i mean like the practical effect of it is great Mm -hmm. but i literally wrote in my notes like ew the view from inside the snake like ew yeah not a view that you ever thought you'd see yeah i'm good with that being the last time i see it hopefully no other creature features are snake inside the mouth yes are inside the mouth of a snake yeah um and so it eats sarone yes and you're like okay that makes sense like he had it coming movie wise yeah he definitely had it coming and uh you know, he caught millions of snakes or whatever he said, like bragged mm-hmm. about. So now the snakes caught him. Yeah. So hardy har, got you there. Uh, <laughs> so then it starts chasing after Terry. Yeah. And it's like, snake, you must be full. 
<laughs> you yeah. have to be full right now. Like right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's talking about like it will regurgitate its food so that it could kill again. And yes, it does. Yeah. Straight at her face. Yeah. Spits John Voight back out. Long <laughs> enough for him to wink. Yeah, like he what? could not resist being a creep one last time. He's like, what would encapsulate my entire being in one quick moment before my death? Ah, creepy wink. Bing! <laughs> and then just <laughs> falls over dead. Like, it, oh. oh, it's so fucking funny. He's, uh, everything but, about him is awful. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what makes it so great that he gets, like, such an awful thing. Like, he is awful. He deserves it. Um. So then it chases Terry up the chimney mm -hmm. and Danny traps it by uh, pickaxing its tail to the floor, which is like this snake has burst through buildings. Mm -hmm. Why can it not simply pull this pick out of the ground? Out of this, like, old, weathered, horrible wood. Yeah. Like, it, it's an old fucking pickaxe in an old building full of, like, waterlogged, like, yeah. not taken care of wood. How is the snake being held hostage by this? It's ridiculous. I <laughs> thought it was very funny that she's, like, climbing up the chimney because he's yelling up past the snake yeah. to her about what his plan is. Like, get out the top because I'm going to blow this fucking thing up. Yeah. And the snake's just like, blah, blah, like, between them, yeah. like, trying to get her, but also sort of noticing him. Like, yeah. what's he doing? Oh, and she's up there. Like, the snake is very uh, agitated. Yes. Distraught. <laughs> and, yeah. What I thought was funny is when she's climbing up that chimney and she's looking up at the top and she's like, oh, yeah, I can get out of here. I was like, don't say that till you can open that door. Yeah. Because that door looks closed and you don't know. And then she gets to it and she can't open the door. And I was like, ah, I didn't even actually remember that. Yeah. It was just a thought. Like, yeah, you idiot, don't say that before you open the door. Yeah. All you'll do is corner yourself with the snake. <laughs> and it's like, well, of course, that's what's going to happen. Uh, I don't understand what happened. Was she just dumb? I think she was just, it was, was like. Was she pulling rusted. instead of pushing? No, she was. <laughs> I think it was more of just like it was like rusted together or something and she was pushing on the middle and she needed to like hit the outside of it. Oh, and okay. that's what Danny seemed... shouted up to her. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell what the fuck he yelled to her, but it seemed like it was like, oh, fuck, it's locked. Oh, fuck, it's locked. And then she was like, oh, never mind. I was just like, what, what were you doing? Like, nothing. Never mind. I'm out now. <laughs> were you pushing instead of pulling? No, shut up. I just, it's fine. I opened it. Nobody ever talk about this ever again. <laughs> And then, so, you know, thankfully, Danny has brought uh, waterproof matches, mm -hmm. assumedly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's had them in his pocket this whole time, I just guess. in case. Like, yeah. he's like, hey, you never know where you might find a blunt. So I mean... <laughs> you need matches on you all the time. But either way, it was just like, okay, I have the matches with me yeah. to light this fucking, uh, this old ass, like, fire hose yeah. That will lead to the big giant like pile of fuel that we apparently don't need all of it. Yeah. So we're totally willing to blow a lot of it up. And before we've moved it to our boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I hope there's one left. Yeah. Or, you know, did you move it to the side a little bit or something? <laughs> Are you just hoping <laughs> against hope that it's going to make it? And that blows up and like destroys the chimney yeah. as Jennifer Lopez like falls off of it into the river. Yeah. The thankfully not too shallow river right there. Mm -hmm. Seems like every time they're anywhere, they can walk waist deep in it. Yeah. But when she needs to <laughs> fall into it, it's 40 feet deep. Yeah. So good exactly. for her. Yeah. 
Uh, but so she leaps <laughs> off of it, and the flaming, screaming snake <laughs> falls into the water, too. Yes. One of my favorite things in the world. It's so, so, so funny. Uh, and then it's still on fire and screaming in as it chases them again. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still more chase as it's like... But it's now on fire as well. So it's like, oh, fuck. If you were scared of snakes before, (laughs) watch out, man. Flaming snakes. Uh, And it chases them a little bit more until it just sort of dies. Yeah, like it has finally burnt up enough (laughs) that it's just done. That was very funny to me as well. Where it's just like, I've been... God, like yeah. it just it gave up the ghost and just goes under the water. And mm-hmm. I was like, is that how it really truthfully ends? I don't remember. Like, I kind of, I remember that of the like flaming snake in the water, like going like, <laughs> ah! um, I kind of want to like recut this movie, but instead of anaconda noises, just give it like a, a human voice <laughs> that says words. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, I remembered it falling into the water and kind of like floating away, like ah, fuck, it's dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't recall if there was like one last snake moment. So that like hysterical shot of the snake head just coming straight up through the dock, <laughs> just like <laughs> bursting through it, like blah. I thought was hysterical as well, like a great cherry <laughs> on top of that the whole nonsense finale of this movie. Yeah, and then culminating with Ice Cube just axing it in the fucking face until it dies (laughs) oh boy what a finale yeah and then he calls it a bitch yes he does uh and then the actual like total final finale moment i thought was hysterical because i just wrote he finds the tribe hooray or whatever yeah i don't care i honestly wouldn't have cared if the movie ended without it yeah you know it was like he was trying to find the tribe the whole time though and it's like yeah but 20 minutes in this becomes a snake movie yeah. nobody cares about the tribe anymore like not even a little bit so we I don't need forgotten. to see it yeah right yeah. you're like oh who are these people what do they need like do they run the hospital that you're trying to get them to <laughs> yeah exactly but like so bad so bad, so bad. and like I, I i i have that weird threshold where so bad it's good mm-hmm. is like there's a certain point where it's too bad and yeah. it's just unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also the the side of like, you made this bad on purpose. Yeah. That is not enjoyable. There is, though, a very, very like it's a it's it's, it's a, a thin line, but it is zone. a sweet spot <laughs> where it is just like, what the fuck did we make? Like there, it must be. That that by the by the editing phase they knew like oh fuck this, this is, is ridiculous yeah. like this is full on ridiculous <laughs> who let us shoot this this is oh my god what is John Void doing like why oh. did he agree to this yeah like or was it literally a mo- like they did they got through the entire process of making it and then at the premiere just like oh my god. <laughs> Wow, this was awful. Yeah, where did that come did from? Did you know this was this bad? <laughs> oh man, but like it's funny how uh how like even a shitty snake movie like this couldn't 
derail the people in it yeah you know who eventually became much bigger you know mm-hmm. like obviously j-lo you know being a pop star more so and then going into acting and ice cube as well being a rapper and then going into acting but like owen wilson a yeah, small yeah. supporting role for owen wilson before he kind of became a guy <laughs> but you know it wasn't like oof this movie shows you that you shouldn't hire j-lo and ice cube it's yeah like, no they they went and did yeah. fine like yeah Owen Wilson did fine. All the character actors who would be in stuff anyway, well, mm-hmm. they're all doing fine. Like, yeah. it's a great, like, harmless yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Where it's like everyone got together and made a piece of shit. And then we're just like, well, see you guys around. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone went on and did their thing. Didn't really affect anyone in the slightest. Every once in a while, they get a couple bucks for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, look at that. Or someone reminds them on Twitter and they're like, blocked. <laughs> so I could, like legitimately if i ever met jennifer lopez <clears throat> it's all i would talk about <laughs> anaconda it's like i have nothing else to talk to her about uh, we gotta watch made in manhattan oof. <laughs> yes. is, that a, is that a creature feature i don't think so no oh man but uh i think that is gonna wrap it up mm. for popcorn for dinner for this week is a wonderful start to creature feature month because like inherently they're they're kind of goofy like there's yeah. there's there's almost no way to make a like true animal creature feature not be kind of crazy and goofy because animals just don't really do that you know they don't really yeah murder a bunch of people except for <laughs> except for those lions yes i mean yes there are some which is why <laughs> uh you know something like uh i know they made a movie Sort of based on Gustav, that giant crocodile in yes, Africa yes. that ate like 200 people or some shit. Yes, but it's like, good old Gustav. Yeah, like he was, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> an anomaly. Yes. Because he was so obnoxiously huge. Because <laughs> he just kept eating people. Yeah, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's an endless cycle for that guy. <laughs> uh, but we have some, we have some good movies lined up. We actually mm-hmm. have a sort of a general lineup with, yes. with we, we kind of have like two more slots that are sure. And one other slot that it can go a couple of ways. Yeah. Uh, but I'm very excited to watch all of them. Like this yeah. is this is definitely like a, a junk food month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's yes. just like garbage. <laughs> feed the garbage into my mouth. It's like exactly. me reading the entire Twilight series. Exactly. Yes. This this is yeah. This is like the film nerd version of doing that. Yes. <laughs> or watching the Twilight movies. <laughs> all right, but uh, this is Jeff and Kelly. Is it just me, or does the jungle make you really, really horny? (laughs) 